Unilever has decided to disclose the profile picture of everyone who comments on their news articles in the hopes of handling malicious comments and tracking down on attempts that abuse the commenting service. Now, this isn't the first time Naver has taken measures similar to this. Uh, back in March, it also made public the comment history of everyone who commented on these portals, news articles. This um, is something that uh, they are trying to do to ensure that people will be more responsible about what they post on uh, media outlets or portal sites. But that is also something that is not necessarily universally agreed upon. Some people feel this is not even effective at all. And perhaps also all it does is just limit your freedom of expression. Now, other people feel this is not even going far enough. We have to have actually stricter regulations. To discuss this in more detail, we're pleased to be joined by Professor Lee Jae-guk from the Department of Media and Communication at Seungyeonggwan University uh, to weigh the pro, pros and cons of this recent decision. Hello. Uh, good morning. Good morning, Professor Lee. Thank you for joining us once again. Could you first share with our listeners your overall take on Naver's decision to disclose the profile pictures of commenters? Okay, yeah. Uh, the problem of malicious commenting online is so severe, and something should be done. Uh, like platforms like Naver, uh, with their dominant powers on the Internet, uh, need to take on this problem with uh, any measures. But... Uh, I'm a bit suspicious about uh, uh, how this measure is uh, uh, particularly effective. Uh, it will be here. I think a lot of people agree with you here because I've been looking at these news articles and they, the tone of these comments have not really changed quite at all. Uh, one expected upside, I guess, to people who support this decision is that people, if you know your profile pictures, are going to be more responsible about what you post online because now you're a bit more exposed. But then the counter argument to that is it doesn't matter. It's not like you're forced to show your actual real photo on your profile. So do you think that this, it seems like you're, you don't, that this is going to be useful? Or do, do you think that if they really want to track down malicious comments, it has to go back to what we've, uh, people old enough remember, the, the real name ID systems, right? Mm -hmm. the, 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 where, where you actually know who exactly is making which comment. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's uh, why I'm not so sure about its effectiveness. Because uh, uh, a lot of people... Uh, can post uh, uh, can post or uh, and, uh, uh, are posting now their uh, not real picture or uh, they can picture they can post anything for their uh, profile pictures right okay and and uh, uh, I but uh, still uh, I I don't dis I don't agree with the full disclosure of the identity mm -hmm. it mm -hmm. is I think it is a clear violation of uh, freedom of speech uh, with uh, some kind of a, a sacrifice of privacy. Okay. So you do feel that this is ineffective. It's not going to really do anything to, to stop the malicious comments, but at the same time, you don't necessarily believe that we have to go back to a real name ID uh, type of uh, system here. You mentioned freedom of speech. Um, what are your thoughts on the issue of how this does, um, uh, I guess, damage freedom of speech? Okay, yeah. Uh, uh, for that, yeah, let's talk. Uh, let's talk first about the uh, uh, the process of how uh, this kind of measure can violate freedom of speech. Mm -hmm. And uh, the, to me, I think uh, it is not only about uh, about freedom of speech, 
Uh, in fact, it is uh, more directly related to our right to privacy. Mm. Uh, right, right to privacy is related to, but different from, right to speak. Uh, privacy is about control of our uh, individual information. Who, who can control my information? That's uh, the gist of the privacy problem. So uh, with this kind of measure, like uh, the disclosure of full identity or the uh, disclosure of my real picture online, uh, it, is, it should be controlled by only me, right? Right. Okay. That's my private. That's my private information. So uh, the, uh, it is the it is it is it should be me who can control the information. But the uh, neighbor uh, or platforms have a lot of my private information, right? And uh, by disclosing my real identity or my real picture, they uh, they are controlling my private information. So uh, we can say that the recent measure threatens people's control of private information, which eventually leads to chilling effect. And, uh, however, uh, back to uh, the, our uh, talk about uh, the right to privacy or the freedom of speech, uh, this kind of uh, uh, right is a basic human right. But it's not only the only uh, human right, right? It's not yeah. the only human right. So we have a, a right to live a humane life, uh, to dignity and to pursue happiness, something like that, right? Yeah. And we need to uh, uh, strike a balance between these uh, a lot of uh, human rights. Okay. In the process, you may have to uh, sacrifice some of the uh, rights, such as freedom of speech. Okay. However, it does not mean the recent initiative about the pro- profile is uh, all right. It already raises concerns about uh, freedom of speech or other basic human rights, uh-huh. but it does not look likely uh, so effective. Okay. Honest, irresponsible, and harmful comments. Right? So uh, if I can just clarify uh, what you're saying is there is one aspect of um, freedom of speech, and that is the rights that you have inherently as an individual with your information, with your privacy. And if you want to remain anonymous, that should be your right to do so, right? And so it's the, the company does not have any, um, um, it, they should not be allowed to completely control your private information, one, and then display it uh, completely to the public, basically called doxing, right, in, in the internet uh, parlance. Mm-hmm. That's one thing. But we, you know, you talk about First Amendment rights in the U.S. context. A private company like Naver should be allowed to, if some commenter is being really racist or refers to the president in this very derogative, like, say, dog of North Korea way, they have a right to delete that comment or ban that user, do they not, as a private company? Uh, to delete, uh, okay, right. Okay, to, uh, private, company, uh, uh, private companies also live in society, right? Yeah. So they have a, a social, uh, they have so-called social responsibility, right? Mm-hmm. And platforms have a, uh, actually a, a platform like a neighbor are in dominant status in this uh, uh, in this modern society, right? Yeah. So uh, they have uh, they have power, but they are not given. Okay. So uh, I think uh, to uh, uh, to make this kind of a matter so, uh, uh, to, to control or mm-hmm. not, uh, control is not a good word. Right? Okay. To uh, to solve this sort of a conundrum, uh, we uh, need to uh, we need to think about the social responsibility of this kind of a big uh, tech giant. Right. 
And so um, there are terms of services. If you violate terms of services, usually that gives the companies sort of the the leeway or right to ban. That's how Donald Trump got banned, right, from Twitter and and Facebook. Mm -hmm. Overall, what do you think Naver can do then to address these criticisms? There's been some movement in the National Assembly, like the algorithm bills and and whatnot. What do you think are the solutions? Oh, yeah. Uh, Okay, yeah. my conclusion, <laughs> okay, I don't have an answer. But yeah, uh, I can understand the difficult situation where uh, neighbor is in right now. Okay. A lot of people say a neighbor should do something uh, because of his dominant status in the Korean online sphere. Uh, however, neighbor uh, cannot avoid this situation, right? So neighbor should uh, think more when they launch a new policy. They need to, uh, but the, uh, my, uh, my, I, 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 at first, I, I, I already told you I don't have an answer, right? Mm-hmm. But the, because uh, the, this problem is so difficult, okay? And that's why a neighbor's current problem is so difficult. They're, I know yeah, they are very, uh, in very difficult situation, right? So, uh, but the, uh, the, when they are uh, t- taking on this problem, neighbor or, or other platforms should think more uh, when they launch a new policy, right? they need to think more about the entire society than about their own corporate interest. So if they do that, right, they can mm. make uh, measures more uh, kind of reasonable or more solvable. Yeah. So more uh, social responsibility and awareness to that, not just focus on profits and market share and, and all of that. You would hope that all companies <laughs> could think that way, but uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, we, we have to address the reality of that situation as well. Uh, Professor Lee, thank you so much for joining us. Always a pleasure and uh, appreciate your insights. Okay, thank you for having me. Professor E.J. Guk, we're going to move on now to part four of the program after this.